0: We head to the Brown and Kruppen celebrity line and Chris Kerber is standing by, the voice of the blues, who are four and oh. Look for their fifth win tonight here on 101 ESPN pregame at six, action at seven, a back to back with the Kings. Kerbs, good morning. How you doing? Randy, I'm awesome. How are you? Everything's good. Okay, you have been doing the Blues games for the better part of two decades. We got the question earlier, and I want to get your take on this. Is this the deepest group of Blues forwards in franchise history?
1: Ooh, Boy, that's a good question there. Um, In franchise history... I don't know. Those, those early teams, you know, when you were picking from an original, uh, you know, six franchises, those things are pretty deep. I, I can tell you, I really do think from top to bottom, skill-wise, it, it's as deep as any team that I have been a part of in, in the last, you know, like 21, 22 years. So I, I would, they, they, it is kind of amazing. I mean, just about any line can play defensively responsible against any other line in the league. And and at the same time, uh, they're a threat to score. And um, yeah, I, it, it would definitely have to go down as one of them without a shred of doubt, easy, or Randy. Because I'm telling you, it's just a uh, uh, when you can when you can have two of your top six forwards out of the lineup like the Blues did in the home opener, and you're replacing them with a Kyle Clifford and a James Neal who are on the outside looking in. That I mean, that, that that's something that's just flat out amazing, really. And you're doing it because some of those young guys are playing well enough that that they're able to stay in the lineup and play in important roles too. So, yeah, this team is really, really deep up front. Curbs, obviously an unbelievable start to the Blues winning four straight games. They're getting contributions from everyone on the team. But as you've watched this team so far, what's one area within the team that you would like to see some improvement or you think
2: that they can still grow?
1: Uh, you know what? They've had such a really good start. I think one area is – in. And this is more of a, maybe a characteristic thing, and maybe it's a natural thing that happens, but they've got the ability to score. And, and as long as they continue to stay on that role, they're going to get some leads on some teams. And I, and I think one thing you'd like to see is make sure that if you do get leads on teams, especially earlier in the game or in the first half of a game, that you're able to keep the foot on the gas pedal and keep it going, not let them climb back in not let, for example, you know, the, the L.A. Kings get the two goals that they got in the third period in that last game to make it a three-goal game, which could have become two, and then things get a little hairy, right? So if there's any one thing that I think uh, from an early season standpoint we've seen, we've seen that happen now I'd say three times, and there's been four games, right? So that's that's not a trend you like. So I, I think that is something that uh, is definitely can be worked on because when you've got the ability to, to put a team at bay You've scored a few goals on him. You've got him down two or three. You don't want to let him back in the game, and, and and that's something that I think they're going to continue to work on.
0: Kerbs is the fact that David Perron is playing the best hockey of his career. A product of his surroundings, i.e., coach and players that he's playing with, or is he better than he's ever been?
1: Well, I think it's a, a kind of a, a mix of all that. I think it's the maturity of a person. Uh, You know, I mean, pretty amazing to think we saw him as a 19-year-old. Now you talk to him as a dad, right? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, and and then it's it's who he's playing with. That's a real big piece of this. He and Ryan O'Reilly really complement each other, not just with their skill on the ice, but with their hockey IQ. But even look at those two power play goals that were scored. Uh, and, and look at just the slight difference of where he was on the ice. You, you could see Peterson cheating over that way, knowing he was going to get a one-timer. He dropped a little bit lower, made the angle even that much tougher. But then you had Vladimir Tarasenko that was able to freeze everybody because they thought he was going to shoot it, and then he dished it off to the side for that shot. So I think part of it is clearly, obviously, who he's playing with and the, the depth of this team. But there, there's just, I think he has hit that point in his career where he can do what he wants on the ice, where the game is slowed down around him and he just can make things happen where you're not even thinking about it and and it clicks. And it's a pretty cool moment when that happens, obviously, for a player, uh, as as you have found that next level. So um, I I would be disingenuous to not credit, I think, the teammates around him for some of his success because this team is that good. But clearly for him, it's, it's just a comfort level on the ice that knows that uh, at his age, at his time, that this is his time, and he can pretty much take it to anybody he wants to.
0: And it's difficult because we we just don't see it a lot. We see Ovechkin. We saw Mike Hoffman last year. It's difficult to be successful with that one-timer. Al McInnes might have been the best ever with the one-timer, but that's one thing that Perron does better than any of his teammates is on the power play, they set him up for that one-timer, and boom, it's past the goalie.
1: You know what, and and other goals get scored that way too, not just even on the power play. Mm -hmm. And and Joe and I, Randy, were talking about that uh, during the broadcast the other night. In today's National Hockey League, team scouting of of the other team is so good. Uh, The players are so smart defensively. Where they put the sticks, the, 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 the little nuances that could be the difference in a puck deflecting into the glass or out of play or going underneath the bar. And one of the ways to beat that is obviously just the speed the one-time touch of a puck over to somebody and then a one-timer. And it just, it, it just makes it impossible for the other team to react. So if you are going to have to score goals and create some havoc with one-time shots. And he may have the best one-timer on the team in terms of timing, of where he can put it, and knowing how to use it uh, right now so yeah a year ago you might have looked at Mike Kaufman and we did and my goodness was that just a, an absolute laser that he had but i think with him not here david perron moves to the top of that list and a one-timer has to be a weapon and, and, and he's got it to use curbs another facet of this team that's looks strong is uh the power play the special teams have been great what's the difference that you're seeing so far with special teams on the blues this season uh, I think one thing. One thing is the personnel. I think the players have credited the, the personnel aspect of that. Uh, you know, just being able to roll out the same units and get that understanding going, which is good. But the other thing, the other thing is a little bit of decisiveness. That first power play the other night against the LA Kings was non-existent. I mean, it wasn't very good at all. And then they just they got back to moving the puck around. And then as we just talked about, that one timer from David Perron, quick decisions with the puck, the threats. And, and one of the things that they can do on the power plays, they have found a way to use the seam pass to Ryan O'Reilly. They found the way that if they get the puck down low, jam it from the net, and they become a threat from different areas on the ice, which makes it harder to defend in, in, in those situations. On the penalty kill, they just have a lot of really good, smart players, and they are deep on the penalty kill. The pairings up front they could use, the quality of defensemen that they've got. you know. And so the, the special teams is good, and what it really does, Michelle, is this. When your power play, I guarantee you, when your power play was firing like it was the other night, L.A. doesn't want to take a penalty tonight. What does that do? Well, that kind of impacts your level of aggressiveness on the ice, and it works the other way. If you're the same as Blues and your penalty killing is really going, I'm not saying you're taking dumb penalties, but you're going to be a little more willing to go in aggressively because you know that if you do end up getting whistled for something, there's a good chance your teammates are going to have your back. And, it, I mean, it is a real different team dynamic when those special teams are flying.
0: Hey, Curbs, one last thing from me. When we were kids, if the Blues and Blackhawks played back-to-back, you knew that there was going to be probably a fight in the first game, and if not, definitely a fight in the second game. Now the Blues and Kings play back-to-back here, and, heck, last year the Blues and the, uh, the Coyotes played seven in a row, and I, we might have had one fight in those seven games. That's how the game has changed. It, it could be any other team tonight. The Kings will come out, and they'll be fired up. But we aren't going to have the, the physical, we aren't going to have the fights that we had 20, 30 years ago. It, back-to-back don't really change much, do they? In this day and age, age the way the game is played.
1: No, and Barry Melrose talked about this the other night on one of his shows too. And, and and the reason is the the way, like part of the difference is Randy is these points feel so important, don't they? I mean, even even though it's only game five, mm-hmm. you feel like, and it's been this way for a, quite a while now, where you feel like every single game has so much weight on it. And I've talked to players about this in, in the regular season. They go, they say, yeah, a lot of regular season games you go into, and it almost feels like it's the playoffs because. You know, you, you don't want to give up those points, and and that's been emphasized. So, you know, more importantly than just getting back physically, and then we we've seen that happen. I mean, we've seen teams with longbow shoot. We saw Braden Shen do as Azem Kadri, right? I mean, there is a way to <laughs> yeah. still play that way, and and have a part. But uh, but all, all in all, what uh, what we were used to growing up and years ago watching watching this sport, that's that's not the same. And and the flip side of that too is. Look at as we talked about the depth of this team, Randy, and and there's a difference. It used to be to have a player that might play two and a half minutes a game, and that was his role, right? And now you have fourth liners playing nine, ten minutes a game and chipping in with scoring, and it seems that if you're going to win a Stanley Cup championship, you need that from a third and a fourth line uh, these days. So it has been the change of the game, but I think that's because so many teams have, have have gotten so good, and the parity in this league is good, that you you need the players on the ice. And if you're going to beat them now, you got to beat them on the scoreboard, much less uh, with, with the fisticuffs.
0: Curbs, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. And uh, we will be tuned in tonight at 6 with the pregame. That'll yeah, be fun. Have an awesome week, you guys. Thanks you, again. You too. Thanks, Curbs. Chris Kerber, the voice of the blues on 101 ESPN.
2: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bid Online as well. And don't forget, Bid Online for the NHL, MMA, Boxing, and Golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bid Online, where the game starts. Want more ways to share your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.